0: Special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Cabot Creamery, who makes nothing short of the cheese of my dreams peanut butter and jelly,
1: grilled cheese,
0: pastrami,
1: tuna salad. The
0: Sandwich Universe. Welcome back, everyone, to The Sandwich Universe. Did that sound like the recording? (laughs) Did that sound like auto tuned? I don't know if you got it there. You
1: got to really go (laughs) low. The Sandwich Universe.
0: Oh my God. You sound auto tuned.
1: I'm Declan Bond. I'm a professional eater, sandwich enthusiast. And honestly, just representing the civilian class here in the sandwich universe, learning about 10 iconic sandwiches from the United States.
0: And I'm Molly Boz. I am a professional chef, professionally trained anyway. I'm also a cookbook author, recipe developer, and I'm here kind of representing the pros and here to try and help you level up your sandwich game. Today, we are tackling... Another iconic American sandwich, none other than the breakfast sando, which is a a whole category of its own. And actually, we first thought, let's tackle the bacon egg and cheese. But then as we were researching and thinking about it, we realized that's not really fair to the sausage egg and cheese or the The any other kind of egg and cheese. Yeah, the Taylor ham egg and
1: cheese.
0: Uh, The pastrami Um, egg and cheese. Hello. And so
1: I don't even know about that. Oh, Thanks. dude,
0: come on, save it. And <laughs> so we took it back a step and we decided this would be the breakfast sandwich episode so that we can explore breakfast sandwiches in, in all of their ways.
1: I will say, I think the the breakfast sandwich to me is like, well, one big association I have is New York City delis, Kaiser Bodegas. Roll American the classic egg sandwich from a bodega kaiser roll, american cheese, scrambled, uh little packets of hot sauce on the side yep. on the subway. Um and wrapped in tin foil. Wrapped in tin foil always, yep. In a paper And bag. I feel like that's also it has this like very visceral hangover food quality. Like yeah. it's such the breakfast sandwich is like the it's the go-to always for a hungover moment. Um which I honestly actually, don't think I've
0: ever had one on
1: over. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, not the thing I reach for when I, like, wake up fresh on a Thursday and I'm feeling good and I just went to Pilates. I'm not like, let's slam a breakfast, Sando. Right,
1: right, right. It's not the
0: time and the place. Um,
1: and I was I was telling a friend and they they told me that eating eggs is actually, well, eggs specifically have some chemical in them. That actually counters whatever toxin your body produces when you've had too much alcohol.
0: So there's like a a
1: medical, clinical, physiological reason that egg sandwiches uh, are good for hangovers, which, you know, and then I was thinking about, you know, egg salad randomly again. And I was like, uh, a breakfast sandwich feels like such a nurturing, you know, lovely little thing to, to help. But then egg salad feels like the inverse of anything I would want when I'm hung over.
0: Yeah, like what is it about boiled eggs suspended in mayonnaise that is so different from a fried or a scrambled egg that's slathered in mayonnaise, among other things, such that you just like can't even look at egg salad when you're hung over. Yeah. So anyway, we're not here to talk about the egg salad sandwich. We're here to talk about the breakfast sandwich from Wikipedia. A breakfast sandwich is any sandwich filled with foods associated with the breakfast meal. Breakfast sandwiches are served at fast food restaurants, for example, the Burger King breakfast sandwiches, and delicatessens, or bought as fast, ready to heat and eat sandwiches from a store. Breakfast sandwiches are commonly made at home. Different types of breakfast sandwich include the bacon sandwich, the egg sandwich, the sausage sandwich, or various combinations thereof, like the bacon, egg, and cheese.
1: I mean, the bacon, egg, and cheese is is the monster.
0: Yeah, it's the iconic classic. classic. But I have to say, it's not my favorite. Interesting. Like, I wouldn't order a bacon, egg, and cheese over a sausage, egg, and cheese ever. Really? Would you?
1: I definitely think that the bacon, egg, and cheese has a place. Though I'm not sure in the final analysis if it's the better of the two. So I will... I'll give you that. It is a question mark. It's a question mark.
0: And I do love bacon. And of course, we love a BLT. But there's something about the juiciness of sausage and all the drippy, fatty, spiced kind of like juices that spill out of it that feel really appealing in a breakfast sandwich.
1: Right.
0: I do, though, think it's interesting to think about breakfast sandwiches in the context of fast food because every iconic fast food restaurant has their, like, proprietary breakfast sandwich. yeah. And although I don't personally frequent them or eat them, I do feel like that's, like, the way in for many people in breakfast sandwiches. Because a a little bit of the thing about a breakfast sandwich is, because we just established that a breakfast sandwich is most enjoyed hungover, Getting someone to make a breakfast sandwich is a, is like a big ask when you're in that state. And so I think, therefore, the appeal of the drive through breakfast sandwich.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I do think that points to something else, which is, you know, in, in some ways, like this bodega breakfast sandwich, the, you know, iconic fast food, it's like... It might be the case that the lowbrow variations are actually the best possibility for this whole class of, of sandwiches, as opposed to like something that's really, you know, dolled up and decadent at like some fancy brunch spot that it's kind of just missing the mark maybe.
0: Mm, yes and no. Like, I feel like there are ways to like ramp up your breakfast sandwich with minimal added effort. And I think that's the sweet spot of a really, truly superior breakfast sandwich. And I feel like now that people are at home more than ever, it's like high time that we embrace making breakfast sandwiches at home. So I think that's what we should get after today.
1: I can get down at that.
0: And why don't we open it up to some questions so that we can help the peeps get there. We'll be back in a sec, but before we go, a special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Cabot Creamery.
1: All right. Our first question today comes from at underscore a dough.
0: No, it's at dat underscore a (laughs) dough.
1: The question is, is it still a breakfast sando if it doesn't have any eggs?
0: What's your instinct on that? Just like gut reaction. I mean,
1: I mean, the the knee jerk is absolutely not. Uh, But I'm trying really hard now to like to think of what that would look like if it wasn't an egg-based sandwich.
0: I think I might be able to paint a picture for you. Shall I?
1: Please, indulge me.
0: <laughs> you wake up. Picture this. You're hungover as fuck. <laughs> you, you're in New York City, okay? You walk down the street to the bagel shop. Mm. There's an everything bagel in the window. You order it. They ask you what you would like on it, and you say, scallion cream cheese bacon tomato wow it's still a breakfast sandwich yeah am i right
1: i think you are right um
0: like people do that
1: yeah or even i mean just to take it even further the you know a lock sandwich which is you know typically a breakfast thing but doesn't obviously have eggs on it
0: or how about this take it back a notch i'll have an everything bagel with cream cheese please (laughs)
1: That is a sandwich. <laughs> it's a
0: motherfucking breakfast sando. <laughs> it's
1: a, it's a, it's nearly a grilled cheese.
0: <laughs> it basically is. It's a cheese sandwich. So I, so yeah, I think when we're talking about the broad category of breakfast sandwiches, we should not forget about bagels and the things that we sometimes put on them and then eat in the morning. But for the sake of this particular episode, I would like to concentrate on breakfast sandwiches that contain eggs. Um, And other hot things. Does that feel fair?
1: Yeah, I think that's a fair parameter to put on ourselves for today. Okay,
0: Glad we got that out of the way. Here's one from at Anna underscore Carolyn underscore. Are you guys team bacon or team sausage for your breakfast sandwiches?
1: All right. I mean, right to the meat of the the question.
0: (laughs) No pun intended. I think
1: (laughs) uh, my
0: position is clear here uh, because I just stated it.
1: Well, but I feel like there's a third category. The ham.
0: Okay, fine. Then I think there's a fourth category: the pastrami.
1: Well, I think there's a fifth category. Um, just kidding. I don't actually think there is. A, <laughs> there is no fifth category.
0: No, there isn't. No, <laughs> don't be ridiculous.
1: <laughs> well, let's do a little whittling again because I feel like the core debate is between bacon and sausage. Ham is like a, uh, you know, it's a, it's a distant third, and pastrami. I'm still skeptical about pastrami.
0: Doc, you've um, never had a pastrami egg and cheese. It's like it's like everything that's good about bacon because it's like smoky and and salty and a little bit sweet and cured like that. Except for then it's like tender and shreddy and juicier a la sausage. Yeah,
1: but think about bacon, egg, and cheese. It. I mean, I'm you know I know I'm a broken record with the texture stuff, but it needs something crispy, something crunchy to, you know, be a foil for that. You know, the the egg, which is you know gonna never be that crispy. Um the cheese which is gonna be a little bit melty. Um so I feel like bacon has a shot at, at you know, playing a, a strong supporting role here.
0: I guess really crispy bacon does, but I, I, I think that a breakfast sandwich actually doesn't have a crunchy textural component that is like core. Mm. to its architecture like there's something actually kind of satisfying to me about sinking my teeth into a sausage egg and cheese and knowing that i'm gonna have no hard time biting into it because i'm just trying to like wolf this thing get calories and fat into my body asap and it's just like it's a very sort of like indulgent s- juicy experience i'm not gonna call yeah. it mushy but it's yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know that i want to be on met on the right
1: with, cusp yeah. Of mushy, but but just on the right side. Okay. Okay. I'm 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 convinced there. I'd say the other thing that sausage has going for it is that it can be used to like deliver a bit of spice, a a little bit of something Fuck alternative yeah. that isn't just savory and isn't just fatty, but like is actually gonna be uh, you know, additive in in terms of like leveling up the flavors that are going on. Totally. So, like
0: think about like a, if you were to get like ground chorizo and make like a ch- little a breakfast patty out of chorizo. There's so much flavor in that. Yeah. So in terms of leveling up, I feel like sausage is kind of where it's at. And if you really want to get extra, making your own sausage or like adding things into ground pork to kind of create your own breakfast sausage type of vibe could be a fun thing to play around with. If you yeah. are so inclined.
1: So, but, but when we say sausage, we're obviously talking about the kind of patty, right? Yeah. Not, oh my god. Not like no a, thanks. A merguez link sliced. No. Although that sounds kind of delicious. But.
0: Yeah, but then like you have to put it in like a hot dog bun, and then it's like, is it a hot dog? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it's.
1: It's a patty. It's a patty. It's
0: a patty, and because of the round nature of most of the breads that are going to be up for consideration in this conversation, a, a patty just oh, makes the most big
1: sense. Big forecast there. Okay. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're
1: telegraphing.
0: Okay. Okay. I actually don't know. Let's see. We'll see where it goes. Okay. So I guess I guess we've just agreed we're both team. Sausage, but I'm also occasionally okay. team pastrami. It's not like you're not walking to a bodega and getting a pastrami egg and cheese. But for example, I lived around the corner from Frankel's in Brooklyn, and they had a pastrami egg and cheese on the, on the menu, and it was fire. So, um, we'll find you one someday, big. We will.
1: Okay, I'm ready. Um, our next question comes from at Zach X Wolf or Zachs Wolf, who asks
0: hash browns on breakfast sandwiches yes or no It's a big no for me
1: It's a big no wow I guess I I had jotted down in my notes like is potato a potential augment but I kind of I mean my my initial conclusion was also just no like there's no great uh potato element cuz it just makes it just too heavy inevitably and while I think hash browns is probably mm-hmm. the best case to throw a hash brown in there, if you really must have potato in your breakfast sandwich, I think it's probably best without.
0: Potatoes, fried potatoes or hash browns, often present themselves in breakfast burritos, another category of breakfast food. And I believe that is because the outside Mm -hmm. carb wrap layer is very thin. And it's like, therefore, there is an opening for more Starchiness in that sandwich or in that wrap, whatever you want to call it. Whereas a breakfast sandwich is already pretty carb heavy. There's a lot going on. There's a top and a bottom bun or, or piece of bread. Wow. Just...
1: just really putting steaks in the ground.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I love a uh, Kaiser okay. roll. Um, (laughs) And I just don't think you need to go adding more kind of like neutral starchiness in the center. I think on the contrary, like we need to start talking about the augments that are bringing like big flavor to our breakfast sandwiches.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. On a a side tangent, I don't even think potatoes in a breakfast burrito are always warranted like california burritos where people like put french fries in their breakfast burrito i'm just like they get soggy it's just like not the right place people but
0: i I agree but i don't want to take down the breakfast burrito in this episode we can save that for another
1: one (laughs) we digress um
0: okay so that's the tea on that next up we have a question from at itsy underscore belly when I'm making a breakfast, Sando, when should I use a runny fried egg versus some fluffy scrambaronis? What's your preference, Declan?
1: I actually thought about all the different possibilities of eggs, and it's tough. I feel like scrambled is, is nice because it kind of holds together, and it's uniform, and it kind of makes it so that there's no, like, special bite, you know? And if you do like a sunny or an over easy, it's like you're kind of in it for your one special bite where you get your big yolky, you know, mouthgasm that is just you know delicious and amazing. Uh, yeah, but it's true. But the other thing it's that true. is a little bit tricky with those super runny sunny up or over easy egg is that I feel like half the yolk is all over your fingers and you know the best case is that you've got like a nice plate that you can you know mop up the the yolk at the end or even just straight up lick the plate so you can get all the yolk but both of them have drawbacks both of them have advantages another kind of you know surprising possibility that i was considering i'm I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this was an over medium egg Like something that Mm. is not quite so runny, that isn't going to get away from you, but is still not obviously over hard. I
0: I think for me, the over medium kind of has the worst of both worlds, because the thing that sucks about a, a runny, over easy egg is that the bites that are just egg white on the outside, like don't have that much flavor. They're like a little bit rubbery. So like you said, you're kind of just after that yolky moment and we're kind of trying to mop up the yolk anywhere we can. The thing about a scrambled egg is that that's all emulsified together into like one homogenous moist curd. So it's it's like a little bit doing both, but we're not getting that soppy, soaky, runny yolk moment. The thing about a over medium egg is like you kind of don't get either of those. You have to make your way through the slightly rubbery, like slightly tasteless whites, and then you get to the yolk and it's kind of like medium to hard cook so like you're not getting that really indulgent experience there either so i kind of feel like that's the worst case scenario
1: yeah i i hearing you say it it's it's kind of plain
0: i i always go scrambled just because i f- i feel that the the glory of the runny egg is the yolk and m- 90% of it ends up in the foil or on the parchment on the plate. And I like feel like that is not optimizing the eating experience. I
1: agree. I mean, the McGriddle has a, a scrambled egg in it after all.
0: Sure does. Iconic for a reason. The
1: product description on Wikipedia for the McGriddle. I looked it up, so I'm just going to re- read it out. Because it, you know how the McGriddle, the, the, the kind of Air quote scrambled egg is like this, like weird puck. sponge.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so on Wikipedia, the product description puck. is: the the standard McGriddle sandwich consists of fried bacon, a scrambled egg flap, and it's American a flap? cheese. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: so disgusting. <laughs> Which
1: is the worst. So I Honestly, think the scrambled you can egg hardly has call to it be,
0: scrambled, but yes.
1: Right. Exactly. It's like a little, you know, it's like a rubber sponge, egg yeah. flavor. Um, but I think it has to be a pretty soft scramble then.
0: Okay. So actually here's how I feel about that. Oh, (laughs) I disagree. I think that, (laughs) um, (laughs) the soft scramble is something that is best enjoyed sort of like spooned onto a nice crusty piece of bread when you can then kind of like scoop up whatever fell off and yada, yada, um, and or just, like, forked right into your mouth and appreciated for its, like, soft, supple custardiness. My preferred scrambled egg on a breakfast sandwich is what I call the hot and dirty. And so it's like, you you actually...
1: Mm. Crank the heat I know up where you're going with this I know you go
0: really really fast on those scrambled eggs and they cook so quickly like they set in like 15 seconds so that they're not dried out like don't think of like a hard cook there's no color on them they're not brown but the curd has like no time to extrude all of its moisture It's just barely set and it happens really really fast in a hot pan and that's the way that you can get that kind of like almost like rosette flowery shape a scrambled egg that is perfect for a circular piece of bread.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Whereas a soft scramble is
0: spilling. It's spilling out the sides. It's like, it's not, it's not really like homogenous in one. Like you can't turn it into a rose and plop it on top and cut into it. It's just like, it's spilling everywhere.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually think we're talking about the same thing. I probably misdescribed the soft scramble as like this, Custardy thing, custardy but I, I think thing. I am thinking of the same thing. you got to get that nonstick going, and then you know a, as soon as it sets, you start like pulling the edges and you know letting the kind of runny bit you know spill out yes. of here and also set and then you you come away with a, a distinct piece of a thing you know it's like an egg yes. like layer that can be like manipulated like a little you know patty
0: almost yeah like the the parameters are that you must be able to transfer it in one fell swoop. If you have to spoon it right. in multiple scoops, like something's not right here.
1: Yeah, yeah. And you want a little bit of that, like, toothsomeness. Sure. Uh, to even bite if it's through. not, like, spongy.
0: Yeah. Um. And, but that doesn't mean that to be overcooked. And there could actually be, like, kind of wet pockets in there, but it still needs to be, mm-hmm. like, one yeah. unit. Okay, we agree on Just this.
1: One egg unit. One, egg one unit. unit of egg.
0: <laughs> one flap, if you will. <laughs>
1: yeah, you <know>, one flapper. <laughs> Next up, a question from one twenty four. who asks what would be some good sauce options for different
0: breakfast sandwiches
1: like the grilled cheese a condiment is basically essential for a breakfast sandwich it's really just like a shadow of, you know of itself without a condiment i don't think it needs to be the array of condiments like i like for a grilled cheese where you like each bite has like something you know different going on but no we can definitely hone one, in on one one solid condiment and I think the reason for that is maybe obvious but it's it's twofold uh acid and something with a little heat spice
0: same so I think like hot sauce is always a good idea I have been making a lot of breakfast sandwiches this year and I guess I'm pretty hungover (laughs) and I've actually been making like a hot sauce mayo mixture and it's kind of fucking delicious Mm -hmm. yep it seems like it, it, it defies, like, everything that I think to be true about a sandwich, which is that, like, sandwiches need more acidity. They're, the cheese, the sausage, or the bacon, and the eggs all are fatty. There is, like, literally no reason that mayonnaise should be present or called for on a on a breakfast sandwich. It should be the opposite. We should be throwing pickled onions and vinegar and hot sauce. And, yeah, we need those things, too. But there's something so indulgent about mayonnaise on a breakfast sandwich that I just cannot shake. And so I feel like we should be talking about condiments that kind of play both sides.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think the idea of a spicy mayo is pretty ideal because... well, And when I say spicy mayo, I'm thinking of basically some of the many brilliant hot sauces... Tabasco, Cholula, Tapatio, Crystal, Red Clay, <laughs> Red Clay, clay uh, Red yeah. Hot, uh, Louisiana. What are some other great ones? Um, anyways, you know, it's,
0: did you already say sriracha? Sriracha,
1: sambal. Anyways, yeah. something blended up with mayo. I'm thinking like a pretty heavy ratio. Like we're not just like you know putting a little spot of of red in the mayo and it's like a pink hue. I'm I'm thinking like a pretty heavy dose.
0: Yeah, like, it should be decidedly spicy. Even eaten, like, on its own, you should be like, okay, this is a spicy mayo, not a mayo spicy. It's got some heat. When you just said sambal just now, I was like, a a sambal mayo, and maybe it's even, like, sambal and lime, like, for Mm. extra acidity, feels so good on a breakfast sandwich to me.
1: Yeah, I really, really, really like the sound of that. In, In a breakfast burrito, I eat every single bite with, like, a really healthy... Uh, you know, dose of some salsa that's kind of cold and has the, you know, a little bit of lime and acidity to it. Yeah. And I know that we're talking about this, this breakfast sandwich that's, you know, really indulgent and really spikes on the fattiness and everything. But I'm just wondering, and this is like totally speculative, tell me what you think, but is there something cool and like salsa-y that helps cut through that? I'm I'm not sure exactly what it should be, but I don't know, my mind is going there.
0: I've made you I've made smash burgers for you a million times. And you know how whenever I make smash burgers, I thinly slice the white onions and this is the George Moat style way to, to do a smash burger and then you pile them on top of the burger patty as they're cooking so that they're like steaming as the patty is crisping and then you flip it and then those get kind of like griddled onto the patty. It's that. But then you also add more Thinly, thinly, paper, thinly sliced white onions. I really thinly slice this white onion and I toss it with hot sauce and a pinch of salt. And so you're kind of like almost like pickling this white onion in more hot sauce. And that is the condiment that's topping the sandwich along with the spicy mayo. And it just cuts through everything like a champ. Like, do we love or do we love?
1: I'm, I'm dizzy. I'm literally dizzy with excitement for that. That sounds so It's
0: so good, Deck.
1: Wow. Okay, let's do that.
0: (laughs) I'm going to show you. And then the other thing that I think about is just like, I feel like I say this in every episode, pickles. Like, just add pickles. Pickles on breakfast sandwiches makes so much sense, especially if you're adding a mayonnaise-y kind of situation. Like, let's be honest, it's kind of just a burger.
1: I mean, it's becoming a burger, that's for sure. With eggs. It is. (laughs) We're making a patty (laughs) with egg. And on a (laughs) bun. Yep.
0: Brittled onions. Here we go. Yeah. (laughs) American cheese. It is. I mean, it's an excuse to eat a burger for breakfast. I really maintain that. That's what a sausage, egg, and cheese is. I mean,
1: if we're going with the the you know, route of this is a hangover sandwich, it, it kind of feels like it's the right time to eat a burger for breakfast. And you got your eggs in there, so you have the, the totally. chemical, physiological justification yeah. <laughs> for the whole number.
0: <laughs> this one's coming in from at Claudia Rupnik, and she asks, "Should it be on a bagel, an English muffin, bread, a wrap? Like, what are we doing here?"
1: I think bread is actually out of the question for the first time. I I actually don't want this. It feels on like it is sesame sourdough sesame sorry. sourdough we sorry. love you so much but, <laughs> but goodbye
0: but no. <laughs> we'll see you next episode <laughs> I'm curious your thoughts on English muffins
1: I knew you were gonna say it I knew you were gonna say it. it's it's the fi- it's the chance to do it Maul I think we have to do English muffins
0: I feel fine about it honestly I feel like there are kind of English muffin haters out there I don't Totally know why. A Kaiser Roll, while I love it, and I feel like there's a time and a place, and that place is the corner bodega on South 3rd Street in Roebling for me, Um, (laughs) it's huge. That thing's the size of my face.
1: Yeah. Like... And it's more bready out. then. It's like a big bready totally. breakfast sandwich. And I feel like you... Yeah, it's just not the best
0: It just It leaves expression. no room for a Bloody Mary, which is another crucial part of this eating experience for <laughs> me. And um, I would like to maintain a little Doesn't space Doesn't this whole for
1: sandwich it. actually just go on the end of a little skewer yeah, in your Bloody Totally. Mary. <laughs> We're going to put
0: it on a toothpick on top of our bloodies when we make it. Ooh, dear. So, yeah, my vote would definitely be either a small brioche bun or an english muffin but i'm kind of feeling nostalgic about it i'm kind of feeling like english muffin is the way to go i do want to say like i don't think bagels make sense here and i really don't understand when people get like these massive breakfast sandwiches on bagels i just it's so much
1: and it's also it a bagel is not easy to chew through
0: it's it's the worst possible scenario and a lot of people did message me being like how to keep them from slopping all over the place. And it's like, just don't put it on a bagel is kind of your answer. I feel like a English muffin is a pretty manageable piece of bread, especially when you cut it in half. Like you can kind of two bites each side, two to three.
1: To be, to be honest, though, I don't think English muffin really solves for that that well. Like it's still got a little bit of toughness and it's... Because it's small.
0: Everything's falling out. Yeah, maybe it doesn't solve the problem. I, I think it's it's like you're better off with it than a bagel. Like a chewy, thick bagel is just like the worst, worst case scenario here.
1: Yeah. I think just the total mass being smaller Helpful. is, is yeah. good. It's a little thinner. And and it also it has a kind of weedy, kind of nuttiness yeah. that I actually feel like will will nicely complement uh the kind of big sandwich that we're creating the big fatty you know savory sandwich that we're creating great all right i feel like there's one last question we have to address which is the chi oh yeah american cheddar
0: i guess i would say this i think either cheddar or american both belong and it's sort of like it's a personal preference thing
1: yeah all right let's make our ideal breakfast sandwich then from the outside in
0: let's go english muff and we should brittle it
1: Griddle it, like we
0: yes. griddle it in the pan in the sausage juices or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. What's the next layer or what's the bottom layer? It's the patty.
0: Yeah, it's the patty. And my question is, do you want to do breakfast sausage or do you want to go like the chorizo route or, or should we like make like our own?
1: like a fennel sausage or something.
0: Like a spicy breakfast, like a spicy Italian kind of, but breakfast sausage.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: So I think we get spicy breakfast sausage. I feel like that will have fennel seed and it'll have garlic and a little... It's going to be a little sweet, though. Are you down with that? Yeah, Or do think... you want to just go straight up Italian sausage? Like, we're talking about a pork patty here, so we can always just crack open a couple Italian sausages and and turn them into patties.
1: No, I actually... Of, of, of all the times to, like, add a,
0: a tiny
1: little bit of sweetness, I feel like this is the one.
0: So a classic breakfast sausage patty... But we'll hope, and we'll hope that it has some heat in it. We'll look for one that has red pepper flakes in it already. If not, we'll overcompensate with our condiment. Okay. And then in terms of the way we treat that, if I may, I would like to smash it. I would like to. I would like. <laughs> I would like to smash the patty. Um, I, I don't want to get the the pre-made patties. Like I want to get loose leaf. <laughs> is that what it's called? Loose leaf meat. <laughs> wow, so gross. And smash it like a smash burger because it's just the best way to do it. And then yeah. as it's cooking, eh, I just feel like we should put this. some paper thin white onions on it and do it that way. Do we want to put pickles on it as well?
1: I kind of think so. I think like I'm I'm th- I'm dreaming now that we're talking about it of this like paper thin oniony relish with like little bits of pickle in it and it it kind of like uh is its own layer.
0: Okay, so you're thinking like chop the pickles? Cuz the other thing is why don't we why don't we dice the pickles up and we could put them we could put the pickles in the in hot the sauce mayo. mayo. Yeah, like making yes. a okay. a special sauce for the sandwich.
1: Yeah, but like a breakfast special yes. sauce cuz it's got a more heat. Yeah. Uh, and, it's not so sweet yeah.
0: yeah and so it's mayonnaise based it's gonna have i think we should go sambal for this one of course and then let's just do lots of chopped pickles in it and so it's like the breakfast yep. burger sauce and then uh we're gonna do cheddar or we're gonna do cheddar egg oh the egg of egg course
1: nicely yeah don't forget the egg god where are you oh my going god, you're, it's you're a breakfast sandwich. i'm the... trying to
0: make a burger <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah you're really on
0: <laughs> on the burger um, tip
1: yeah, egg'll just be as we described, you know, very, you know, kind of good heat in a nonstick, uh, let it set, you know, move the edges so that the, the runniness, you know, spills out and all. Runneth sets over. And runneth over.
0: And then and turn it into like a little kind of like rose type of vibe. Like a nice little circular mass. And then throw that on top.
1: A little folding.
0: And then I think lime juice, I think lime is our acid here for our slaw and for our mayonnaise if we need more. It feels like right for some reason Mm -hmm. with the onions and the sambal. And I feel like that'll be different. I am so amped to eat this.
1: I want one now.
0: Well, let's get drunk and then tomorrow morning (laughs) we'll make them.
1: (laughs) Perfect. (laughs)
0: Hot take!
1: Links to patties, you can do it.
0: In five seconds, honestly. I'm just gonna cut them open, okay. and release the innards. Release the innards. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're gonna um, smoosh them together into a nice little ball.
1: Okay, here we go. All right, so basically like two, it looks Slap like- Slap that potty. Slap.
0: Onto the parche ready? Very oh satisfying. Do you want to start cutting onions? You honestly need more onion than you think. We're gonna pickle half of these paper-thin white onions with lime juice and salt. Just make look a little hot onion relish.
1: A little hot number.
0: So we're making a sambal lime and pickle mayo.
1: Sambal, lime, pickles,
0: salt. Salt. Pet. Salt, Pep. This will be good. Let's chop some pickles. Meantime, I'm going to crack and whisk our eggs. I'm going to put some of this mayo on the, each side of the English muffin.
1: Before we toast?
0: And then I'm going to the griddle it. I'm going into this preheated cast iron. You hear that? Oh my god.
1: The sausage goes down, the shaved onions go on top, and then when we flip, they'll be steamed and that's why it's gonna work, I guess. Okay. Yes, this is, and then this they're gonna flip
0: and they're gonna caramelize on the other on side, the other you're side. gonna yeah, see. Yeah,
1: yeah, okay, okay, it's okay. It's gonna be
0: fucking baller. <laughs> Gorgeous. Okay, onions going on. Okay, here I go, I'm going in for the flip.
1: Flip it up, flip it over, whoa, whoa, okay, nice. Whew, I thought we were going to break there, but we we landed. <laughs> All right, should I hit the eggs? Yeah,
0: hit the eggs. Cheese is going on, and now I'm going to cover it.
1: All right, we're good.
0: Okay, I'm ready for you. I'm putting the patty on the bottom. Manny's first, hold mm-hmm. on. And then I'm gonna go macerated onions on top of the egg.
1: Mmm, quick pickly. They are looking
0: really juicy.
1: Beautiful.
0: Where would thy eat this? On the couch watching TV. My with a bloody or mary. On
1: the couch watching TV, hungover. Oh. All right, let's go in.
0: Mmm. 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 So good.
1: Oh, I think that's the ticket. Smash Mm. the sausage.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Headed with tons of acid and heat.
0: Yep. More mayo, like more condiments than you think you need. It's just a more is more kind of sandwich. Mm. Finger looking good. Another one down the hatch.
1: Another one down. Another
0: delicious one.
1: I wanted that little crispy. I know. I took it from you. How did you (laughs) it?
0: Did that come out of your half? (laughs) Probably. Oh, I saw that. I was like, I'm going in for that. (laughs) Nobody's getting in my way.
1: Well. Thanks for joining. Special thanks to Cabot Creamery, our presenting sponsor, and the Food 52 Podcast Network.
0: To Cora Lee for producing this lovely podcast.
1: And to Jeffrey Brodsky for our theme music.
0: We will see you next time for another episode of The Sandwich Universe.
1: Bye bye now.
0: Bye!